Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Yarusi. And I'm Jason Yarusi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. Aloha, everyone, and welcome back to Multifamily Live. I am super excited to have my next guest and to introduce you to her. I met her on Clubhouse, and she has become my friend, my colleague, and I cannot wait to introduce her to you. I know I already said that to you, but here she is, Caitlin Rogers. Welcome, Caitlin. Thank you so much, Peely, for having me on your show. I'm so excited to be here and, of course, share my experience and all the future things that are coming. I am so excited to have you. I feel like we met and we connected and we've had so many conversations on Clubhouse, so I knew I needed to have you on my show. So, Caitlin is an emerging commercial real estate developer aspiring to impact economically and create affordable housing. Caitlin also has taken it a step further and wants to let people know and and give people the opportunity to create generational wealth. She did so and she's doing so with her team of founders and partners by creating My Vertical Equity, a digital-based crowdfunding platform that will allow accredited and non-accredited investors to invest in commercial real estate investments. This will change the future of real estate. Welcome, Caitlin. Hello. Thank you so much for that intro. What a wonderful intro. You are very welcome and you deserve every, every moment of it. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about how you got into commercial real estate and what you are doing right now. Absolutely. So how I started in commercial real estate really actually came upon me learning all the different cycles of real estate, starting in residential, the BRR method, finding out where I wanted to begin and where I wanted to start within the real estate realm. So that's an entire research process. That's mentors. That's actually physically being on site and actively participating. So it took me two years. And I want to back up here because before I actually begin my real estate journey, I had something tragic happen in my life. I lost someone, someone very close and dear to my heart. And I I always highlight that piece because there's always a time in our lives where we want change and something triggers us to that point that says, listen, you've got to wake up. You know, you're having to eat what you kill every day. Do you really want to continue to live like this knowing you don't have time forever? And that's what really triggered me to figure out how can I no longer exchange money for my time? And I started my financial literacy journey. And that's where it truly all began. And in that process, that is when I realized I wanted to be a real estate developer. Now, Peely, I had no idea that was a real estate developer, what I wanted to do at that time. This is me understanding and learning and going through the process of the education and my experiences and speaking with my mentors that led me to the understanding of what my official title was and what I wanted to do in real estate. And that is really how I came upon commercial real estate. It's what I loved. I I wanted to, you know, my grandmother used to say this all the time, Peely. Caitlin, listen, 
in life, you will go through things and you will make your own mistakes. But if you can just find people who have gone through it, you don't have to go through the same things. And that has stuck with me Oh my God, all this time and will continue to stick with me because I live by it. I got with those mentors and I asked them, if you could change things, what, what would you do differently? How would you do it? Greg Cardone is one of them. And this is someone that I see online. He said something significant. He said, I purchased my first residential home and I made about 200 or 300 in cash flow. And he said, that was the last residential home I purchased because he understood the bigger games that were at play, the bigger profits, the bigger help that he was offering to the communities. And just by learning and asking those questions from my mentors and educating myself, that's how I figured out that real estate development, specifically commercial real estate development was for me. So let's walk through that. Let's dig even deeper, Kaylin, because you know I love that. So you, okay. So you spoke about losing someone. Yes. That triggering moment when you knew you had to take that step forward. Tell us a little bit about that and why that moment was the trigger, why that has catapulted you to where you are today. Absolutely. Pili, I'm actually very happy that you asked that question because it's a very good one. Pili, before I actually started my education to financial literacy, I thought that I was well-educated. I thought that I understood business. I thought to my understanding, I'm doing this right for my previous for my previous mentors in that career field, which was an independent insurance agent. I had started my own agency. I had multiple contracts and I was selling insurance policies like crazy. It was my third year and I was doing very well, more than most average newly insurance agents would that were in the same position. And Peely, it, I worked my butt off. I was, I mean, up nights, I mean, 24 hours. I was selling, 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 customer service, hiring, just trying to find the perfect people that I never took the time to stop and say hi. I never took the time to go to those family events because I was always working. I never took the time to just have a simple conversation. And, and you know, Pili, it sounds so like, wow, Caitlin, you didn't stop what you were doing for five minutes. But I was so, so dedicated to the success that I had to experience because I had a child so young in my life at 18 years old. I felt like I had so much to prove to the world. And it made me work my butt off for the, the acceptance that I, when that loss occurred, it woke me up. It woke me up in a way that I said, it is not about anybody. It is not about the success. It is not about the money. Looking at someone and, and Pili, I, I, I don't want to dive too deep, but going to a wake and going to a funeral and looking at someone that is in a casket that was just alive, that was just here, it, it's emotional. It, 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 it makes you look at life so differently that you don't question it. Every piece that you get, every day that you wake up is precious every day, every moment with our children. And we take it for granted sometimes. And that is when I said to myself, I am no longer going to exchange my time for money, no longer anymore. And I had not even realized that I was doing it in that level because I thought if I was running a business, I'd get more time. 
But in reality, that is not the truth, people. That is absolutely not the truth. It's actually the other way around. You're going to be working some nights up till the morning. And that is the truth. But you have to figure out a way to make time. And this is the this is what I love about real estate. This is this is what I love about it because it gives you that time. <laughs> so now that we've established this this turning point for you, yes. and you've talked about how you you explored other avenues of real estate, you've looked at all, you've done your research, you did more than two years of research when you finally came to the realization that development was where you needed to be. So let's go from that turning point where you knew that this was it. What happens it. then? So I sought out for my own lot. I went out and did my own due diligence. I looked for my own community and I found my first lot. Yes, yes, yes. I had worked with my mentor. I was ready. I took action, Peely. That is what it's all about, community. It's about taking action and not just the education, but putting it to work. And so I went out for my first slot and it actually did not work out, Billy. It, it, it didn't have what I really was going for. And I said, you know, I really want to do a mixed use. I want to build some apartments. And I want to, I had this vision, a clear vision, Peely. It was so clear. I knew what I wanted and I couldn't develop it in that lot. So I went to the city. And that is when I explained to them what I wanted to do and what I saw for the future. And this was two years ago. Now, that community is thriving and has changed thus far just from that conversation. But the vision that I had was so clear. And they understood that I was an emerging real estate developer. I had never done this before. Yes, I had mentors. I had been on lots and actually watched it happen. But me physically, I would never ran the show here. And I came in there with confidence. I came in there with dedication. I knew what I wanted in the clear vision that I had, not just for myself, but for the community. The community was the best interest that I had. And I felt like we were leaving that piece out with so many of the new developments that were to come and that were developing. And that's, I mean, it blew them away, Peely, in a way that I can't even explain to you today, but I was the chosen one. I was awarded that lot to purchase from a list of multi, multi, multiple developers who have been doing this for years. It's when they called me and they told me that I was the one, Peely, I told them, you will not regret it. You will, I promised, I promised them that not only was I going to develop, build, but I was going to make sure that we had the community's interest. And that is a, that's big for a developer. That's huge. Like, tr like not only the piece of you achieving what you did, you were awarded the lot. Yes. You're going to develop on it, but you're yes. also keeping the community in mind. There's yes. so often that developers kind of bulldoze yes. through that piece. You're keeping that peace in mind. So now let's, let's continue down the story. You have the lot. Where are you? Or let's walk through the story and take yes. us to where you are now. Oh my God, Peely. We have just closed a capital raise of $3 million. Yes. <laughs> we will be closing on the land in November. We have our debt aligned. We're going to be going with hard money here at 
5% interest, guys. I was able to negotiate that down from a 6.9. I was super excited about that. And we will be currently right now, we're working on our blueprints, getting our architectural drawings together. We're going to be having some really, really good things being built with this, meaning efficiently. We're going to be using structurally insulated panels. And that is something that I cannot wait to talk more about. Uh, but also, we're going to be breaking ground. The predicted date is going to be February, March of next year, 2022. Wow. February through Mar or March, 2022. I am like, I'm tearing up right now because I remember I when you started this journey and when you were sharing the moments of it with us on Clubhouse and yes. we were just there and pumping you up and just hearing yes. you say that you yes. completed the raise and you're about to close and then you're going to break ground. I am so proud and so honored to even like even the little bit that I've been able to participate in your journey. I am so enthusiastic, so Thank proud, you. so honored. It's just incredible. And it's just, okay, my listeners right now, I want to bring this back to you. This is how Caitlin made it happen for herself. She went out there. She heard from the universe, from God, whoever you want to like say was blessing her. She yeah. was blessed. She knew that she had no. to take the next steps and she did it. It's one thing to receive the blessings, but it's another thing to use it. And she is doing that. She is taking those steps. And now, Caitlin, you know, we've talked about this before. You had the $3 million raise. You were a busy woman. Yes. You are still keeping the community in mind. So let's yes. continue on. You have the community in mind. You're breaking ground. Tell me a little bit about these panels you just mentioned. Yes. Yeah, so the structural and insta panels are awesome because they allow you to build efficiently. And then when I say that, I mean by including actual revenue. And that is a big piece to the bottom line when you're talking an overall apartment complex and the actual equity that you could build there from the added revenue. And when I say the added revenue, my meaning including your utilities included with the rent. And that is a big piece that we're going to be using with our structural insulated, structural insulated panels. But also the build up time. It is cut significantly. We're talking that would cost usually lumber would take us two, three, maybe four months max to get the frame up with lumber. With sit panels, you're talking, when they told me this, I said, are you sure I, sh I, sh I can say this? Are you sure? They told me it is four to six weeks, Peely, for the entire frame to go up. That is not only cutting time with your actual timeline for build out, but it is cutting significantly labor cost, carrying cost. It is helping on so many different sectors. I was like, oh my God, I don't care if it's a 10% or 20, maybe 15% more hike compared to lumber price because it is saving me on this side, but also we will have an efficiently ran building that we will be able to hold for over 10 years due to it being in an opportunity zone. Oh, even better. Explain. <laughs> See, you're just, you're, you're making my job easy today, Caitlin. You're feeding me all my questions. Opportunity zones, jump into that. How are you helping? Okay. So that's our goal. You and I have the same goals. We love helping people. 
Yes. How are you helping your investors by making sure that now you are in an opportunity zone? Absolutely. That was one of the big, big factors that played with my investor, actually. So with this property being located in opportunities in opportunity zone, not only is it a big factor for our investors being that after 10 years of holding this asset, you will pay not one cent in taxes, not one. You hold this asset for 10 years and you sell Every diamond profit is yours as an investor for everyone that has equity within that asset. But also, Peely, from a community perspective, with this actual asset being developed in an opportunity zone for those commercial business, for people who are wanting to open and start their own businesses, they qualify for certain grants. And you can claim yourself as an opportunity zone area, and that is how you're qualified for those grants. And it's our part to get the education out there so that you can take action and you can go get those funds with now an asset that we're building and Peely gets even better. I forgot to add this piece in, but we are receiving TIF grants for this development because we're offering 11 affordable units within this development. And that's huge. This is huge for a community that really, really needs affordable living. And we're going to be able to provide that. We're going to be able to include the community from all sectors. We're not leaving anyone out. And that is what I love about a mixed use development. I'm, you have rendered me speechless. For, <laughs> for those who didn't hear you in the back, please explain what a TIF grant is. Absolutely. How offering 11 affordable units in your apartment community is going to help the community at large. Absolutely. Absolutely. So every city has their way of TIF grants or grant funds that you can go after if you are including the community in such a way where you're offering affordability, affordability, or you're improving the exterior of the sidewalks, the lights, the landscape. There are grants that you can qualify as a developer if you are going to be doing such things. And all you have to do is go through the process and actually talking with the community and explaining your vision and what you're going to be doing and they'll be glad to work with you actually it's something that they want to do they just can't actually match the qualified development or the qualified asset to it so if you are a developer if you're looking to get started in something like this ask those questions because those grants are out there and to the affordability piece it's it's not affecting our bottom line it is actually improving because not only are we going to be able to suffice with those grants, but also we're going to be able to import and implement a, a part of the community that would feel left out in a, a development like this because it's so new. So with market rents, it really, because this is a new development and because you have certain market rents and even at market rents, we're going to be a little bit higher, you really exclude a portion of the community that really would be able, that really needs to and wouldn't be able to be included in a development such, that, such like this. So the fact that we're going to be able to offer 11 affordable units for those community members and also particularly for the elderly to make sure that we're not excluding anyone out. And that is the key piece with this development. And Peely, to be honest, I think that there are multiple developers who are taking advantage of this sort of mixed use development and incorporating it into multiple communities because it really is a fix economically on a community level and on a political level.
And I love how you can take this in the future and replicate it from city to city, maybe, yes. maybe in the next neighborhood, or you can show other d- developers the way just it, with the way you did it, the, the way you were able to get it done, your capital raise, the grants that you have, the panels that you're using, yes. the, the environmental impact that you'll have and the impact on the community that you'll have. Yes. I mean, your, yours is a case study. Do you know that? <laughs> so Pili, I am, I am so involved in the process that I haven't even taken a step back to look at what I've done thus far. I I am so involved in the doing every single day that I wake up, I'm growing, yes, but I am helping and I'm doing and I'm taking action that I I can't soak in what I've done thus far because I haven't, I'm not done. I'm nowhere near done. And I want other people to be able to get involved in these things. And that's what will lead you to my vertical equity, the importance of my vertical equity. So let's talk about it. I love it. You're making my job easy. So we talked about this. I said this in the intro. You created a team called My Vertical Equity. Explain to us what that is and how you are bringing that to the public. Absolutely. So My Vertical Equity is a platform that is going to allow non-accredited investors and accredited investors to be able to invest in real estate assets, like an apartment complex with over 200 units, even as small as a residential that's doing a renovation. It allows for people who are everyday people They're not accredited investors. They don't have a million dollars in net worth. They don't make over 200,000 annually, 300,000 if they're married. They don't meet those two criterias, but they wanna create generational wealth. They don't wanna be left out. And with the JOBS Act, with the JOBS Act that was enacted in 2013 and updated in 2016 through Regulation D, when 506C was added, when you could allow for accredited investors to invest only accredited on the internet, it really changed the game, not only on an institutional level, but also for syndicators like you and I, who need to raise capital online, who can advertise and use the internet. But Peely, we took it a step further. That was in 2013 and 2016, you can now crowdfund to non-accredited investors. And it used to be a million and 70, but Billy, they just took it up to 5 million. They just took it up to 5 million. What I will tell you now is that times are changing. We are living in the future. And if we don't take action right now, if we don't stop to get educated, if we don't create some way of passive cash flow and investing in real estate assets, even at $500, because that's the beauty of crowdfunding, it allows you to invest with little to 500, 1,000, 10,000, and still be able to play in these big investments. And then also for a syndicator like you and I, or developer who was looking to raise capital, It allows you to raise capital, in my opinion, a bit easier because you can utilize the internet and market to everybody at one time, all the time. For example, Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone has mastered it. He has mastered it and he is using it to his advantage. And we all should be as a community, we all should be able to use the crowd, use the internet to raise capital. And also for the investor standpoint, be able to get involved in these investments and create that cash flow. We see inflation today. 
it is crazy. Things, $100, $200, it doesn't buy you what it used to buy you a year ago, a year ago. So we have to start preparing for that right now and creating a platform that allows for non-accredited investors and accredited to invest and also add a token to that investment that will then be able to be tradable. I don't want to lose you. I don't want to take you. Caitlin, okay, you just, you just like got me so excited right now. Because <laughs> you're talking about everything I've been talking about for like the last couple of months. Awesome. Okay, let's, talk, let's, talk about token, let's talk about tokenizing or tokenomics and all like adding tokens to our, our investments. Yes. I had to like, I had to smooth my hair down and get ready for this conversation. You're so beautiful. <laughs> so are you, and you're just, you're talking my language. Okay. So you've started. Mm, mm, okay. You started my vertical equity, which yes. is a crowdfunding platform yes. where non-accredited investors and accredited, accredited investors can invest as little as 500 up to as little as 500. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's a limit per the actual sponsor mm-hmm. and what they base it off, but some have a 500 base and up to a hundred thousand, up to 200,000. I really don't think there's a max, Perfect. but on the capital raise, it's 5 million. So <laughs> how do you bring in tokens? And before we jump into that, mm-hmm. I would love you to explain what a token is, NFT, however you want to explain it. <laughs> Absolutely. So the token is actually created when you're investing. The token is just think of, I want to, I want to give you an example because it's really hard to explain what a token is unless you've given an example. Think of yourself going to Chuck E. Cheese and you're buying some pizza. And of course you see the games and now you're going to exchange your dollar, your dollar bill for four tokens. You are now trading currency for another currency that you're going to use to go shop with these particular games. You can only use it on these games, but it allows you to have a token that you transfer from a dollar. And that is the best and easiest way for me to be able to explain what a token is and how we create value within that token. Now, I want to take it on a bit higher level. I don't want to lose anybody because it is a bit higher level of speaking. So once you have your investment, let's say you're making an investment of $10,000. There's a system that is put in to my vertical equity that when you are ready to invest your 10,000 and you're ready to put it into this pool, you're then letting our system know that this token needs to be created for you. This token is created by Bartillo. They are creating this token, they're mining, putting it all together for us. And now you have a token that is matched to your actual equity amount that you've invested, which is $10,000. So now we take it through a system called ATS. And now we're ready to exchange your investment for your token. So now you have your token and your investment has now gone to the fund or that particular sponsor that is raising that capital that you've invested in. Now, I wanna take it to a, a bit step further because you now have your token and you have your investment. On this platform, you're going to be paid dividends on a monthly or quarterly basis, depending on when the sponsor has set for. Those tokens are still going to continue to be paid out to you to actually build and value. You can actually purchase with that token, with those tokens that are building, you can purchase another or invest those actual tokens into another asset. And you can also trade and liquidate. This is the 
biggest piece, you can liquidate that asset as well. Now, the way that that is liquidable is you take it through a third party called T0 that is actively trading tokens right now. Now, Peely, I wanna back up and say something here. This is still such a new space. There are things changing monthly, quarterly, annually. I mean, all the time with this space because it's still so new. I will say that it is not guaranteed that you can liquidate your token. That is not a guarantee. And I will also say that we are currently testing to see the fee structure of how, when you liquidate your asset with T0, let's say for the person that's only invested $500. Well, we don't want your $500 to be eaten up, not only with the 5% or 4%, 2% management fee that the platform may already have, but also from the fees that T0 may have when you liquidate that asset. So maybe you made $720,000 total on a return from your $500 investment. Well, they took $250 of your investment just in fees. That's not, that's not making sense there. So we're still wanting to learn and understand the fee structure and making sure that we're not telling our investors, well, you can liquidate, treat this as a stock, because in reality, if you're investing in real estate, it should always be for the longer game, always be for the longer haul, five to 10 year term. However, this is a new space. It's a new space. It's and we're we're evolving. I mean, there are 96% of investors, whether they're accredited or non-accredited, will have made some kind of investment online. Well, at least one. That is huge. That data, that study alone is huge. That lets you know where we're evolving to in the future. Our children will love this. They'll love it. It's like a game. When they grow and they see the stocks, the kids that are 18 years old that are getting involved that love it because of all the money that's been poured into the, to America lately, they're just loving the returns. Those people will see the change of the real estate market changing from a stock. And we'll be able to see how that transpires. We'll be able to see the returns at 500 or 10,000. What really is the beauty of what we're evolving into? You know, it's the future. It really is. Okay, so Caitlin, I'm going to have you on back on again because there are so many avenues that I am also exploring in connecting tokens to real estate. And just with and you didn't you didn't know this when you came onto my podcast. I did not, guys. I did not. You have answered so many of my questions and connected wow. so many dots for me right now that I've been asking for the last couple of months. So wow. you are my dot connector right now. Oh, awesome. What I want to know is how we can all grow into this space, how mm -hmm. this is going to look like in the future. Mm -hmm. So for all my listeners out there, I'm going to have Caitlin back on here. We're going to talk about NFTs and real estate, and we're going to talk about tokenomics and how we can take those next steps together. So Caitlin, thank you for bringing this up. But I want you all to know this space is so new and it is growing. One of my questions, and I actually asked an SEC attorney about this, mm -hmm. is when you convert or when you try to liquidate those tokens, or if you simply want to trade them and say, give them to somebody that give them, but mm -hmm. uh, let somebody else purchase them. Say mm -hmm. you want to put them back on, you mentioned one site, but for anyone that knows NFTs, say you want to put the NFT down on OpenSea. Mm -hmm. How are you going to stop that 
and stop that from being classified as a security. And it's okay if you don't know this answer because the SEC attorney did not know it as well. Actually, I don't, I don't believe I know the answer to that. And I, I want to actually ask more questions. Actually, yes. Pili, that's a very good question. And let me get back to you on that. I have an SEC attorney too that I work with and also just other team members that are still tackling all of the regulations to the uh-huh. SEC. It is information upon information and there's no one that knows it all. <laughs> for everyone that's watching this on YouTube, you're seeing my face, you're seeing Caitlin's face. We are super excited about this. Again, no one really knows the answer to this because the SEC has not put out the regulations for something like this because it is so new. So Caitlin, thank you for opening up this conversation. I'm going to have more conversations like this on Multifamily Live. Caitlin, before I let you go, is there any more advice, something that you haven't mentioned to my audience yet that they need to know right now, whether or not they're starting you or they're in the game and they need that next level up. What do they need from you today, Caitlin? Take action, educate yourself and take action. You are your only enemy. You are only gonna hold yourself back. It is your mindset. And once you believe in yourself that you can achieve anything in this world that you want, it's the action that comes next. Take the action. We talk about this all the time here at Multifamily Live. It's your responsibility. Myself, Caitlin, our guests, Jason, everyone that you hear on this podcast, we can give you everything we have. Unless you take the responsibility and take the action, it's all going to just be in one year and out the other. So please, right now, write down your goals. Take that action steps. And if you have any other questions for Caitlin, Caitlin, where can my my listeners find you. So they can find me on Instagram at Caitlin Rogers with a double S at the end. And then also our website is nexusdevelopments.com. You can also send us a link there. Any questions that you may have, uh, you can look at us there. Thank you so very much, Caitlin. And to all of my listeners out there, thank you so very much. Thank you for being on this journey with Caitlin and thank you as we went down the rabbit hole of NFTs and real estate. More of that is coming up in the future, I promise. And if you loved what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe. And by all means, tap in with Caitlin. She is a wealth of information. Thank you, everyone, and aloha. Aloha.